0: What is up, guys? I hope you guys are doing great. Any day I get to record one of these bad boys is a great day for me, and so I hope you guys are doing good. It's a nice Wednesday. I finished night two of VBS last night. That was super fun. I've been enjoying VBS, um, but I've also definitely slept in today as well. But, you know, it's important to keep yourself well rested, especially when you're doing um, any of these extra outside-of-the-norm Events like today, uh, you know, I would be working 12 hour days, four days in a row, and I would not be at my best for the students that I interact with that night if I am not taking care of myself. So, point of that being, make sure you take care of yourself, guys. That's your micro podcast for today. Now, jumping in for our segment, uh, my first shout out is going to go to Jim Weidman. I know, not Kids Matter related, what a shock, but uh, I'm shouting out Jim Weidman today because uh, he goes along well with a lot of the topic I'm talking about today. Uh, If you didn't read the title, I'm talking about uh, being a prepared leader, and Jim Weidman has a ton of great information in almost any of his books. Um, He also talks about volunteers and retention and systems and all sorts of different things that are super important. And so I would just say Google the man, Google Jim Weidman. If you don't know, I'll probably have a link. I don't know if he has like a website or whatever, but I'll have a link so you can find out more information about him down below in the show notes. Um, and with that, I wanted to start by telling all the times I've been caught off guard recently, and if you haven't been listening, I've been telling a few of these stories, but um, for instance, a few weeks ago I went to Central Kid Camp, and we had like a three hour gap to fill, and I did not have anything to do for the kids, that was brutal. Also, there's been several Sundays where I have been sick or quarantined or whatever. Um, you guys have probably experienced that as well, um, but I was caught off guard and was not prepared for that or, you know, don't have, I don't have props for the morning. Or the other day we had a Sunday where uh, I just had a lot of volunteers out and I wasn't prepared for it, and so we had to go on the fly. Um, we didn't do small groups with our students like we normally do, Um. So there's just, you know, if you are a pastor, a preteen pastor, or or whatever, you are used to being uh, caught off guard, uh, staying light on your feet, you know, getting ready to move at a moment's notice. But there are things that we can do to help um, mitigate and reduce some of the impact of that. Um, As you guys know, um, I mean, there's just a certain variable of unpredictability in ministry that we can never truly you know prepare for and so being ready for that is is great but but there's also things we can do um to help uh just you know maintain a, a some semblance of sanity when it comes to ministry so i've got four points today um, for you guys. And we're going to really dive into what it looks like and how we can be a prepared leader. So point number one for you guys, my first point, um, and it's something that I think we all know we should do, but it just depends, you know, but I try and keep a rule of month out minimum is what I call it. Great alliteration. I'm so good at this, but month out minimum. So, being out, uh, th- what I mean by that is is being planned out, you know, at least a month, okay? So, if you run curriculum, or you write your curriculum, be out at least a month. If you have Wednesday nights, make sure your Wednesday nights are out at least a month. Now, for me currently, I am very behind on this. Uh, just the summer hitting, and things going crazy, um, and camp, and all of this, I have let myself fall behind But it's something as the summer winds down that I'm hoping to catch back up on, but like I'm talking, um, and if you have the room, this is, a, this is a, you know, all depends on what you have, but, but be planned out as much as you can, as many um, levels of planning as you can. So for me, um, if, if I am operating on all cylinders and I'm ideal, I want to be at least a month out. I want to have my scripts ready, my small group ready. All the props I'm going to need for that month sorted into weekly bins. Um, I'm going to want uh, to know who is uh, large group communicators for each service I have for at least a month out. Um, and I want to I, uh, also make sure to schedule my leaders two weeks in advance. Um, just so that if one calls out, I'm not calling somebody up on like a Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon the the week before and being like, hey, uh, I've got a week uh, and a half kind of a buffer. And so um, that is it. Being a month out can have a huge impact as a leader because not only does it, you know, you're prepared, but it also relieves stress. And if you know stress is a killer in the ministry world, it will take you in a heartbeat. And so if you're constantly stressed, you're constantly trying to get what you need for that week, um, it's going to drain you a lot faster. It also allows you to be flexible with your time, okay? Us as ministers also need personal time with people. That's kind of our role. We're not just administrators. We're also ministers, and so if we are trying to get stuff every single week, then we do not usually have time for people, or if we do, it's kind of a second thought. And it also allows for emergencies to happen. So this is where the being a prepared leader kind of comes in. Um, It allows emergencies to happen without a snowball effect, right? So Say that Tuesday, you go and gather all your stuff for that Sunday, but Tuesday, an emergency happens, and you end up at the hospital with one of your preteens who has, you know, broken their arm or whatever, and so you're there to support that preteen, or whatever craziness happens, then all of a sudden, Wednesday, you haven't done your Tuesday work, and so then you're trying to bring your Tuesday work into your Wednesday work, but you haven't done your Wednesday work, right, and it snowballs whereas if you're a month out and you collect your stuff on a Tuesday and it happens then you can as the weeks go on you know finish it out right you don't have to do everything that Wednesday you can grab a few props Wednesday and then a few Thursday if you need or whatever you can spread it out so that it is not a huge snowball effect okay so month out minimum guys and I, I I say this, and I don't say this because I think you guys are a month out. I imagine a lot of you guys are, but if you're not or if you're in my boat and you have had summer kind of sneak up on you and you are, you, you've are just fallen behind, then jump back into it. That's kind of one of my goals this week is, is seeing if I can ramp back up into that whole month of, of cushioning. And let me just tell you, it feels so good. It feels so good on a Sunday morning or the week before to know, dude, I am totally ready for this Sunday. You're not worrying about getting last minute props or anything. It is a great feeling. So month out minimum. Number two is know your backups. When I say know your backups, I mean, who are your reliable people? who's your highest level leaders? Um, One of my mentors uh, likes to categorize people into levels of leaders, not as in this person is better than the other, but as in this person has more capacity to lead. And so you have those leaders, those level eight, nine, 10 leaders maybe. Um, You have those leaders that can take charge um, that can take command, and you'll recognize these people as the people who, when things get crazy, they're usually the first to step in. They're, they're willing to make authoritative decisions. They're willing to make calls for the group, especially if you're not there. I mean, I've had people who, you know, I'm over there dealing with something that's going on at an event. They're dealing with something independent. They don't need me. They are able to make those decisions. So who are those leaders in your group who can handle the leadership, and who can handle the leadership coming in a uh, last-minute notice? Who can, on a Saturday afternoon, get the call that says, Hey, um, I'm sick. I'm not going to be there. Can you take over? Think about those people. Uh, you know, who knows your ministry best, who's able to operate it best, who's able to lead it best, and then make sure you've let these people know, like, hey, you're on my backup list, right? Make make sure they're aware. Like, hey, if anything happens, if I am out, um, if something crazy happens or whatever um, – You are my next in line. You are my second in command. And have a few, right? Because, you know, you might need a backup for your backup. Maybe they're out of town or whatever. But have a few of those top-tier leaders who, when things go crazy, can take over. Now, it could be staff as well. Maybe you have staff who don't have responsibilities to a specific ministry Um, on a Sunday morning. You know, we have people like our uh, junior high pastor. He doesn't have a junior high service on Sunday mornings. So he floats. So a lot of times if I'm going out of town, he kind of takes up the mantle of you know the leader for that day. Um, but have people like that on backup. And then also, as you're doing this and as you're preparing for this to be a prepared leader, make sure that you are giving these high level leaders opportunities to lead outside of a, you know, emergency last minute or you're gone situation, right? Let them kind of lead maybe your pre service meeting or let them lead a service, but give them the ropes a little bit so that when it comes to time that they have to take over, not if, not if, hear that? Uh, intentional verbiage there when because there will be emergencies when it comes time for them to take over they are not caught off guard they're not um, unsure of themselves because they haven't had the opportunity to do it so make sure you know who your backups are um, that they're high capacity leaders and that they're prepared for that point number three guys is have backup plans okay have things in your pocket that you can always be prepared for, okay? So, uh, for instance, if you guys heard my, if you've heard my last few nuggets, this is kind of the the accumulation of all of these. I've been on some uh, preparedness tangents on our nuggets, so if you haven't, go listen to those, um, but I'm going to kind of repeat myself a little bit, but also kind of make the point here um, is to have backups and plans, to have Uh, secondary options. So, first of all, make sure those backup leaders you have uh, know how to get anything that they need in case you're out. So, say you haven't printed your scripts, right, and a meteor falls out of the sky, and it destroys your house um, and your computer, and um, you have to go to the hospital in a coma, right? This is the most realistic situation I could come up with. your leaders need to be able to print the scripts, know what to do, and be able to run the service without you at all, okay? Basically, you need to make yourself replaceable, okay? So either um, have a uh, – so, so for me, something I'm working on creating – haven't started. We won't talk about it. I got VBS on my plate, but something I want to create is a kind of emergency backup manual. If whatever happens, um, I want to have a detailed list of what to do, how they can access um, the curriculum, where they can find the materials, where they can find anything that they need. Um, so I want to make sure that they have a detailed uh, list of what they need to do, okay? Um, also, uh, with your backup plans, make sure that you're Uh, backup leads, understand um, your ministry, how it flows, and here's the important one, how to troubleshoot, right? Uh, Make sure you have people there who are able to solve problems actively. Um, And then have instructions for leaders um, if you are out. uh, Like I said, go check out the backup folder episode I did this Monday. Um, and I kind of mentioned that a second ago, but, but have a backup folder, have stuff for people. Um, if you're proactive enough, have, uh, the next three months of curriculum printed out in there just in case it could come in handy to you. It could come in handy to somebody else. Um, but have those plans in place and have things coordinated in a way that if something happens, um, especially something happens where you're not able to, um, step in that people are able to themselves. Okay. So Make sure that you have backups and plans and that your leaders are able to access those. And then finally, point number four um, is be prepared for unseen events. So we cannot predict unseen events, but we can prepare for them, okay? So first, um, and this is a whole different tangent. I could do an episode on this, but have emergency procedures. If your church does not have emergency procedures, which they should, You need to get on that, okay? I'm talking uh, severe weather while people are in the building. Uh, What do you do if a fire's in the building? What do you do if you've lost a kid? What if you do if there's an intruder or a dangerous person on campus, right? What are you going to do in every single one of these situations? No matter how low the likelihood is, having an emergency procedure can literally save lives so make sure that you have those if you don't talk to your senior pastor get those in the motion but be prepared for uh in this uh you know the unseen emergency procedures right is one thing um and then be, be prepared for unseen events and issues there um when you're going at events you open yourself to a lot more variables than a sunday morning right a sunday morning you usually you know you're gonna have your check-in you're gonna have you know, kids come in and come out. Parents are still in the building, etc. You have, it's a lot more controlled environment. When you're going on an event, there are a lot more unseen events. So, for instance, uh, our junior high ministry went up uh, or went down to Florida uh, these past few weeks, and they went on a retreat. But on their way down there, they popped a tire. Okay, so what are you going to do if you pop a tire? Do you have a spare in your church van or whatever? Is it prepared, right? Are you prepared for those kind of things, okay? Are you ready for those? One of my classes I'm taking, because I'm still in college. Oh, yeah. We won't talk about that. But one of the classes I'm talking about is, um, it's all about, you know, the the overhead looking at your ministry and safety and legality and whatnot. It's a whole bunch of fun. But it has a lot of good points about preparedness, especially when it comes to vehicles and when it comes to— um, You know, events and stuff. So do you have your vehicle policies um, that can protect you there for unseen events, right? Are your cars uh, operational? Are your cars being taken care of, right? Um, And then events. Have a policy event or an event policy, Um, that can give clear guidelines for unseen events, right? What happens if a kid goes missing? Uh, What happens if you catch somebody sneaking out? What happens if, you know, whatever is going on? Be prepared for the unseen events. Um, Another thing, like I said earlier, games, right? Have those pocket games that can keep your group in control, especially with preteens. There's this kind of effect where if you get them in a space and give them nothing to do, naturally the most dangerous thing that could happen will start happening. I need to make up a name for that because you guys so you know it's true. If you have preteens, you know it's true. You put them in a room and then like just like sit there and they're going to think of the most dangerous ridiculous thing to do and do it. So, uh honestly, having backup things to control your game is also a safety precaution, right? If I uh, you know, make sure I bring uh 35 red solo cups, I can always play the game head, shoulders, knees and cup if you guys don't know it, look it up, it's super fun. Super great back pocket game, but have stuff ready to go so running over those four points again guys uh if you want to be a prepared leader a few steps you can take is stay a month out minimum on your curriculum on your planning on all of that okay number two is know your backups know who can take over if you are gone number three have plans and procedures for those backups to be able to take over and not have to worry about whether or not they have access and the ability to get things that they need and number four Always be prepared for unseen events, have emergency procedures, have camp policies, have road policies, and all of those things to help your kids stay safe and you stay on your toes. That is it for today, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this one. More practical um, to-do list kind of stuff for you guys. So if you need to you know, write any of this down, go ahead and do that and get ready to crush it. You guys are awesome. I cannot wait to see you next Monday for our Nugget. I'll see you there. Peace.